It's the only way that you can describe what a person is. Describe what they do. There doesn't seem to be much job satisfaction or pleasure in this picture. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on a second. What music is this? Is this, the, is this a legitimate podcast introduction I'm listening to? What happened to that really lo-fi Lucky Roland podcast that I subscribed to so long ago? Well... Um, it is the same podcast. It is me. Uh, we've just updated, guys. That's why you're here. So, ahoy. Welcome. It's time for an update because it's been so long since I've sat down and made podcasts now. I think the last podcast that I made was in May of this year, and it's been even longer than that before that I've sat down and done one by myself like this. And you'll notice that that kind of corresponds to the beginning of the end of the world or whatever you want to call this bloody coronavirus pandemic. But it felt to me, it's like, for me, it's a little bit ironic that I haven't done them for so long, considering that now every single bloody person on the internet has a podcast. And that's kind of why I stopped doing them, because suddenly, out of creative limitation, out of boredom, out of just the world collapsing around them and people not being able to do what they usually did in terms of media, marketing, communications, whatever, it's like every Tom, Dick and Harry suddenly had a podcast. And then suddenly, every podcast under the sun felt, I don't know, felt a little bit cheaper or something because there were so many of them. Does that make sense? Maybe not. Am I trying to explain a basic economic principle of supply and demand? That Because suddenly there was just this inundation of podcasts. Mine felt like it just, the whole medium felt like it had lost a little bit of, I don't know, integrity. Is that the word? It just felt different that I started my podcast in 2016, which doesn't make me a founding father of the medium by any stretch. I'm not, I've no delusions of grandeur on that front. But definitely I started my podcast because there were things I wanted to talk about. It's not just because I was bored. And that kind of like bugged me a little bit, I think. It bugged me that suddenly there were people migrating their audiences from YouTube or their businesses or whatever. And then there were just so many microphones with so many people blaring into them. Man, I sound so judgmental, don't I, right now? Maybe I am just judgmental. Maybe that's my problem. It just meant that I stopped and I sat back and I thought, okay, I'll just like, I'll chill. I'll give this a bit of time to play out and see what happens with the rest of the year. I had other things to do, like getting my fire truck running on waste vegetable oil, doing some traveling in it, little things like that. And I mean, how stupid is it to have had that reaction in the first place? I'm looking back on it now and it's so dumb for me to have, have felt jaded by what was really a good thing, which is more people making podcasts, which means more people listening to podcasts and that being an amazing thing. Period. Roland, you child. Anyway, it's always funny how clear things are in retrospect like that as far as um, your immaturity, or certainly that's how I feel about myself when I look back at what I used to feel and think. But it's also extra stupid because I remember that an audience was never the reason that I started making my recordings. I think I got carried away looking at analytics and trying to get people listening and that sort of thing. And when I started making recordings, I liked the idea that people might find them and like share my enthusiasm for sustainability and for the environment. But mainly what I got out of podcasting was this level of catharsis for talking things out 
things that like things that I've discovered that I found interesting or things that were making me anxious, whatever it was, it was just cathartic to spend the time wrapping words around ideas and it made me so much calmer about them for some reason. So anyway, now I'm back into it and I've freshened things up. Uh, as I'm sure you've noticed from the obnoxiously pink new header. And the new title is Self-Talk, if you will forgive that extremely sensational punnage. Because I do talk to myself a lot, and a lot of it is about what I can do to push myself and to back myself and to action myself towards improvement of my life and the life of the planet around me. Hence the talk, T-O-R-Q-U-E part, being... It's about what's driving me, what drives other people, what's driving the planet right now. And I really want to be my own driving force to evolving my consciousness, whether that's telling myself to get up and go running in the morning when I don't want to, or teaching myself mechanics to convert my truck to run on vegetable oil instead of diesel with absolutely no automotive experience. It's it's this common theme that I've noticed that the more... I think, am I talking about independence here? Is that what this is? It's it's this idea that you, I don't need, I don't want to have to rely on anyone or anything or any institution to, to be propelling me through life. I want to be doing as much of that by myself as possible. I want to be driving myself. So renaming the podcast Self-Talk, it's still about sustainability. Uh, it's not just about environmental sustainability though. Um, obviously that's going to form still a big part of my conversations, both with other people and with myself or with you, but I'm talking more about holistic sustainability of the human experience on earth, like sustainability of our evolution, which is, sounds very grandiose, but that's pretty much where my interest lies right now. That's why I'm going to pick this back up and, and run at it with that new philosophy because I've realized this thing over the last six months, yes, but I think more so over the last couple of years. And it's that while climate change and environmental problems give me tremendous anxiety, doing things to improve the environment and to care for the planet is this absolute turbo supplement for my mental health, which has led me to this hypothesis, which is that our collective mental health is a direct reflection of our environmental health. So that philosophy is going to underpin everything on this podcast as it has for a long time now, but I'm just formally acknowledging that as my central goal. The fact that we can only be as healthy and as happy as the planet under our feet. So the media that I've been making up until now has been a progressive development of this thesis. And speaking to you here, self-talk episode one, I'm more resolved in it than ever before because to be completely honest, I felt a bit lost in my life, like a bit directionless before I began prioritizing the environment in all of my decision making. And so sitting here now in the cabin of my ex-rural fire service fire truck that I'm running on other people's rubbish, I realized that committing to sustainability on a 100% 24-7 basis has given me my whole life. My body feels amazing from constantly investigating my dietary footprint, for example, and then realizing that nutrition and ethical consumption line up in this beautiful way. And I get so much more out of my favorite activities now, like surfing and four-wheel driving, just from properly considering the impact that they have, the equipment that I need to do them, and stripping it all right back as far as possible 
and then arriving at having that much more appreciation for the times and opportunities that I get to do them. So what I'm saying is, I think, I've found purpose and I've found fulfillment and I have found peace. Really? That's what it's about, inner peace. I've found peace just from having environmental impact as the number one influence on what I do and how I do it in my life. And I'm, I can't get over the paradox of that because it's staring this insanely scary thing in the face, which is climate change and this potentially apocalyptic future that we're trying so hard to steer the ship away from. And in contending with it and looking at it in the eye and deciding that, it needs embracing rather than denying. In doing that, I'm happier than I've ever been, which is the weirdest thing. I just can't get over how, what a paradox that is. It's like I don't feel the guilt that I used to feel, like just for being a human and therefore contributing to destroying the planet. I don't feel things like decision fatigue or consumer envy or any of that crap anymore. Prioritizing the environment and reducing the footprints that I leave on it is just such a consistent, dependable foundation to act from. And that's what I want to share in self-talk. So take from, from this rambling, please take away this one thing. There is an undeniable symbiosis between gratitude and environmental stewardship. It's been the salvation of my own mental health my own human experience and my evolution. And I've got a feeling that it might be the same way for other people too. Because these two massive problems for us humans, climate change and mental health, they're the same thing. Our brains and our planet are suffering together at the same time. But that is exactly what I want to turn into a celebration because it therefore feels so simple to me. Not easy necessarily, but definitely simple. Healing the environment will heal our minds. Like, as far as two birds with one stone, we couldn't ask for anything more than that. And so that's pretty much where I'm at. So episodes henceforth are going to be similar to what they were, which is a mixture of conversations with other people about their thoughts on this relationship between mental health and environmental sustainability, um, and stories that I find compelling in context of that relationship compelling enough to sit down in my car by myself, hit record and start talking to nobody, start talking to myself, start self-talking. Yeah? No? Okay, no, let's move on. Basically, most of the chats are going to stem from things that I'm most curious about, which is surfing, four-wheel driving, coffee, pollution, blah, 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 the same old stuff. So it's not going to be too different from the podcast that I've been making over the past four years, but it's going to be a bit more refined and a bit more targeted in its approach because what I really want to do is use those topics and the people who share my enthusiasm for them, I want to use those as springboards really to launch beyond the surface of them and really explore the roots like the real deep driving forces behind why each of us is here and doing what we're doing while we're alive together on this crazy spaceship. Because that's all Earth is, guys. Let's remember that. Let's keep that in the back of our heads. This is a bloody spaceship. No one knows where it's going, how it got here, what we're all doing, but we can all stand to benefit from talking about it a bit more, being a bit nicer to each other, and listening to this podcast. So self-talk is about conservation for quality of life. 
I'm so excited that you're still listening to this because it means that you understand what I'm about and something in the last 10 minutes of me warbling has resonated. And you, like me, are wondering what's next and what we're going to find out from this relationship. So let's find out together. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be talking to you again real soon.